0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl van Merwe, and today marks the 100th episode of this podcast. For those of you who've been around since the beginning, uh, that is amazing, and I'd love to know who you are, so do pop along to our Facebook group. We have a Homeschooling with Technology podcast group, and I would love to know if you've actually listened to the majority since the start. That would be incredible. I started this because I heard a talk by Felice Gerwitz, who is the owner of the podcast network that this show is part of, the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And i had always wanted to podcast, wasn't very sure exactly what to do it on. There are a number of different topics that are close to my heart. But through the process of listening to her, I realized that something that I often know more about than others is technology and how families can use technology in homeschooling. And so this podcast was born, and I know I've heard from some of you that this has been useful. I'm going to ask you to give me a small gift, birthday gift, for this 100th episode, and that is just a rating and a review, particularly if you do have, um, if you're using the Apple Uh, podcast player if you can go in there and give us a rating and review but whatever you're using if it has a review option please just do that the other thing which you could do if you already have done that is to share this with a friend or share it in a Facebook group you're in where people are asking perhaps you know where's something you know what's something useful that you can learn as a homeschool mom I try really hard as you know to make it applicable to you as homeschoolers and also to keep it short because I know you're all busy So let's actually get into it. Because it was the 100th episode, I wanted to do something special and took me a little while before I eventually decided that what I wanted to do was to create you a resource that you could use in the weeks and months ahead. So I have made you a list of 100 free digital resources for homeschool families. Now, this is a completely free resource. You do not have to give up your email or anything else. You will literally be able to click on the link and get it. Now, because I love Google, uh, to use that, you know if you've listened to many of these podcast episodes how many different ways I tend to use Google. So this is just done on a Google Doc, so that if I realize that a link doesn't work anymore, the company's gone out of business, I can change it up and put something else there instead. As that when this goes live, all the items on this list have at least a free version. Some of these do have paid versions as well but all of them can be used just as free and in fact most of these I will have used just as free or for a long time I used them as free before I switched to using the paid version. So they really will be useful to you. I have included um, lots of different things. There will be ones that you can use for you as a parent to use for organization. So for instance, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know about Trello, one of my favorite things to use, and I that is obviously on the list. There uh, is also going to be things like AnyList, which is a great way to do your shopping. Um, and you can get that app to keep you on track and your kids can share what they need. I'm just scrolling through and seeing some of the ones that uh, I want to just highlight. Some of them are going to also be new. I don't think I have yet mentioned Quill, that is free writing and grammar activities. I actually use that uh, in Funder Funders writing mechanics class. It's one of the things that I use there. Uh, I have included the uh, science simulations that our chemistry teacher has shared, two different links that she has actually shared over time, um, the FET simulations and also the AACT chemistry. There are a couple of my favorite games, especially my Mission US online history games, I put that on there. Then I've included Common Sense Media. If you're looking for like an online game or a movie or something, if you go to Common Sense Media, it's a really good place to go and search and it will show you um, what the different options are. It rates things as to um, how fun it is and also how educational it is. And it tells you if it's a paid or free. Um, I often go there when I'm looking for things and that's where I have actually discovered quite a few different things. Um, Then something else that I hadn't mentioned before is a site called moviesonmap.com. This is something I just learned about recently, and it's quite a new uh, website. But the idea is that you can go to a specific country or town, and there are links posted to videos on Vimeo or YouTube or elsewhere that are about that place. Now, Obviously, you might want to just vet those before you actually share them with your kids. But if you are trying to put together your own geography program, that will be extremely useful. Um, Then, if you're looking for free digital textbooks, ck12.org has those. I actually use them sometimes in our Science Olympiad um, for studying, and I know our chemistry teacher is using one of those in her class. so let's, oh, then I put putting things that you may not have thought about, but I use a lot of Teachers Pay Teachers when I'm purchasing things to use in my co-op classes and even my online classes. There are teachers out there who have created amazing lesson plans and just really fun lessons. And they're also ones that many homeschoolers have created. So in general, there is a lot on Teachers Pay Teachers that homeschoolers can use. And you may not know, but every person who goes on Teachers by Teachers has to provide one free resource to show what their work is like. And as a result, what you can do is you can go on and you can just ask to see all the free resources. So if you're wanting to find some fun activity to do for a kindergartner, and you want it to be related to weather, you could put all those choices in and free and just get those. So I thought that that is something that you might really want to use. Another website which I just came across recently is gregtangmath.com. When my youngest, when I was homeschooling my youngest, I did discover Greg, Greg Tang's math books. He's got some great books that we used to get out the library making math really fun. And I was very excited to discover that he also has a website now that has some videos has online games and it also has a problem generator where it will actually create more math problems and then with the answers as well. As you know I am a big fan of Google but if you are somebody with a Windows computer and you want your children to learn Excel and Word and things the place I went to for my own children because I, I did, also didn't have a Mac um, when I was most of the years I was homeschooling but I discovered this website, which is still going and is still being updated, called JigsWorks.com. And the lady's name is Jans101 Computer Basic Lessons. And so I'm going to have a link to that too. And it's all free. And students can go on there and practice to learn how to use those different things. So it's, it's, it's very good to actually do that. Um, National Geographic has a really good kid's site. So that's another one that I don't know that I've mentioned yet. And uh, Wanderopolis, science, it's just, if your kids are wondering, like, I wonder why, if you've got one of those kind of kids, I wonder why this happens, I wonder why that happens. Well, you're going to find it on Wanderopolis. They have so many things like that where they actually take a topic and then they talk about why it, will have, um, why it has been. Um, for English, Purdue OWL especially for high schoolers, it's just got a lot of really useful things about how to do citations and a lot of other things there that I would really suggest that your um, your children go and have a look at. It's done by Purdue University, and it has just really become a standard in the industry to just be able to go and, and learn. A lot of the things that I'm going to talk about I have already spoken about, um, that I have on the list. There are ones that I've covered in various different uh episodes over time but I must say I thought I knew so many things to share when I started off my great idea of 100 free digital resources and I just wrote down lots and lots of them and then I counted up and I had 40. Um, I have tried to include things on the list that aren't just one very specific thing that you're going to go on, spend five minutes on, and be done. So everything on the list is something that you, there are multiple different games on it, or multiple different uses, or maybe it is just one game, but it's the kind of game that you're going to be playing over a couple of days. It's not just going to be quick go on, and then you're off again. So um, it is something you'll be able to, you know, use again and again, or, or as I say, at least will take a while. And I have to admit that as I'm recording this I'm now at 85. So hopefully by the time this actually comes out I'll have reached my 100. If not very soon. Uh, If you're one of the people that listens and it looks at this very quickly. It might not be super well organized yet, but I do plan to try to organize it into different blocks as well so that it is more useful uh, to you. And I want to put a brief description of each of these items. Um, but as I said, it actually, the idea was great. And then when I actually tried to uh, start to implement it, I realized that this was harder than I expected. My husband laughed at me. He said, well, how easy did you think it was going to be to come up with 100 different free digital resources? Um, I know somehow the idea of 100 didn't seem so much when I started. Just want to finish off with two others that are going to be on there. The one is 4-H. I do have a whole episode all about 4-H and technology because my kids are very techy and did 4-H. And they do have a really cool page called 4-H at Home um, where you can do a lot of activities at home. So it's just you know when you're looking for something new to add in, particularly there's a lot of STEM ones, which I know you don't associate STEM with 4-H, but really they do have. It's it's a good place to go. And the final one is something that I discovered recently. I'd heard about before, but I'm going to be using it more and more. Um, In fact, I'm about to actually go and buy the paid version of it, but you don't need that. And it's called Wiser, W-I-Z-E-R, Wiser.me. And it is fillable... PDFs, essentially. In fact, you can actually, if you have the paid version, you can just upload a PDF and turn it into a fillable PDF. But there are a lot on the website that you can use that other people have created. In fact, if you have a free account, you have to make whatever you do available to anyone. But you can, like, make a little classroom up for your family, which I'm obviously going to use a real sort of classroom for my actual kids at co-op. But you can go and make a class for your family, and you can take um, something and assign it to them in that classroom and you can share it with them. And so, but when I say worksheets, these aren't super boring worksheets, like just fill in words, but they have like matchups and you know, there's quite a lot of different options as to how you do it. You can even in the paid version, you can um, include videos. And I think if you're using somebody else's, you can use the ones with the videos too. Uh, I have already used one or two of them. Um, in, in fact, in funders Finder stock markets, Uh, unit study I used one there I took something and I adapted it for what I wanted because you can also do that you can take someone's and adapt it so it's 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 really good we don't want to be using paper if you do teach it co-op and you want to perhaps share worksheet with kids and just get them to do it on their devices. This is the perfect way to do it. So I do hope that you'll find some new things on here and if you do find any that don't work after a while, please let me know so I can update it and there will constantly be 100 free digital resources at the link. And it's just a link. So as I change it, it'll be dynamic and you can grab it. That's it. You can find the link to this at the show notes, which is um, homeschoolingwithtechnology.com, the 100th episode, and you can go and bookmark it so that you've got that. And as I said, there it's not like you have to put your address or email or anything in. It will just literally be there, and you can view it. I look forward to seeing you again next week for our 101st episode. And uh, hopefully this podcast keeps growing and maybe in a little while I'll be doing the 200th episode. But I don't think I'm going to be updating that resource to 200 free digital resources. I'll come up with another way for us to celebrate. So thanks again for coming along the ride with me these past 100 episodes or however many you've been there for. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandemerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.